Welcome to the My Intimacy Therapist podcast. I'm therapist and coach, Shade Giovanni. If you want to feel less anxiety in your relationships and enjoy a confident and spiritual intimate life, you're in the right place. So grab a cup of tea and a warm blanket and let's talk intimacy. Let's talk about something shout out you know who you are who suggested this topic oh which as a side note you know you guys can always dm me on instagram to suggest uh, a question you'd like to have answered on the podcast right you can (laughs) if you didn't know that my intimacy therapist is my instagram so if anything comes to mind where you're like i heard of this or i had a question about this do you have anything for me send it over and if i can't answer it i will or i'll try or i'll look into it a little bit more so anyway this was a suggestion how do you be sexy in everyday life what a great question and i will say when i work with folks individually and we're in a couple setting we do deconstruct what the concept of sexy means anyway because you are being influenced every day, every second by commercials, by media at large, um, maybe even by the people in your personal circle about what XYZ should look like. So right now, if I ask you what sexy is, maybe you're thinking of the Victoria's Secret model of what sexy is or some steamy movie Maybe you think of something from pornography. Maybe you think of something even from church that you were told, stay away from all of these things because that's uh, leading people astray. You probably already have a preconceived notion of sexy. But for just a second, let's put all of that on the shelf and start from scratch-ish. Then we can get to what it looks like in everyday life. So if we start from scratch, my personal personal definition of sexy would be whatever you feel just completely in your body where you feel mm, content present you are aware of your movements you're aware of how you occupy space I think this is a little bit different. I was going to say confident. The reason I didn't is because I do think there is something to be said for body neutrality, which is you don't always need to be in a space where you feel like you're just the biggest, baddest thing in the world. And you're. it's almost like putting too much attention or emphasis on your body when you get into that hyper, hyper confident kind of state so body neutrality is why i used content can you be content in who you are yes this might include some appreciation some gratitude some i like this but it's just not putting so much focus over there that now you've become consumed with your image or self-centered or anything like that so maybe that makes sense i hope so anyway this vision of sexy is just being Yes, you're in your body. You feel it. You're aware. You know what your body needs when it needs more water, which is what I'm working on personally. Um, When it needs to move, when it needs sunlight, all of that. You're present. And this is sexy. 
this word sexy has a connotation to do with sex or sexual attraction. Yeah, sure. Maybe. Why not? Um, I'm just using it more as a, a slang for a phenomenon, a phenomenon that we've too completely associated with just lust and craving for penetration or what have you. So now, if we are reworking this entire definition of sexy to just going for this contentedness, this presence, this hmm, vibe, then we can get to the question of what does it look like to be sexy in everyday life? Now, hold that question. Let me come over to the side of actually talking about sexual intercourse. In sex therapy, folks often come in with their own agenda of what they'd like to accomplish. Maybe it's more sex, maybe it's better sex, whatever that means to them. Maybe it's just wanting to want it to begin with. All of that. But we do have to see that sex exists outside of this moment of just penetration or orgasm or ejaculation or anything like that. There's the relationship component. And disclaimer, for some of my clients, sex is not really that emotional for them. It's not like this deep bonding thing where they gaze into each other's eyes and the heavens open up. And I think that's okay. I don't think that sex looks one way all the time for everybody. There can be different emotions and vibes that go with sexual energy. But when people are talking about wanting to improve their sex lives, it does have something to do with culminating in the bedroom. So we zoom out from the bedroom and we see what does intimacy as a whole look like for you guys? What about your communication, your emotional connection, your trust, your fun, your play, your attraction, your desire, your physical body? All of those things come together to create a sex life. So now if we pair these two separate concepts together, on one side we have what does it look like to be sexy in everyday life? On the other side we have what does it look like to be sexy in the bedroom or to have good sex? If we put those together, I hope you're following me where we can see that sexuality is so much more complex and variant than just the act of sex. And your body, how you feel about your body, how you feel in your body, how your partner responds to your body, that is a really big part of sexuality. So pause for a second. Think about your relationship with your body. How would you describe it? How would you describe your health? Your caretaking and nourishing of your body? What about your experience with luxury and pleasure for your body? What about your emotions towards your body? All of these things come together kind of in an equation to create hopefully a result of contentedness, but maybe not. Maybe your equation multiplies on itself to a result of hatred or disgust, um, sadness, 
maybe your equation results to a net of zero or some version of not being connected to your body at all. Not even knowing how to answer some of these questions, which is pretty common with folks I work with. They feel so disconnected from their body that it's actually very frustrating to be asked questions about their body because they just don't have any grasp on what that even means or feels like. And that's not always because of trauma, sometimes. But whatever is relevant for you, ponder that question. How do you feel about your body? So some things that feed into this idea of being sexy or content or confident or whatever word floats your boat in everyday life would be how do you take care of yourself do you treat your body as if you are something someone worth caring for are you eating in a way that honors who you are i'm not talking about diet culture i'm not even talking about weight i'm just talking about do you eat in a way that honors you do you eat in a way that you enjoy, that celebrates the fact that you have taste buds and can feel and enjoy textures of food and that that food that you have so much pleasure from can also feed and nourish and sustain you? Or are you eating in a way that feels like excess to which you just feel kind of after? Or are you eating in a way that's so restrictive that it's not even part of your pleasure palette for your time on earth right are you drinking water because your body needs that much like a plant it could be things like how you um your hygiene right so when you're showering is that just like a and done just kind of a functional thing or can you take the time to breathe like enjoy the gift of having water available to just pour on you to help refresh you are you using soaps that um, are cleansing for you or soaps that irritate your skin especially when we think about for ladies like the vulva area um, paying attention to if your soaps are creating any issues there what about your hair do you hold your hair and take care of your hair in a way that says that you care for you or is it just uh, 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 afterthought kind of thing you know I'm not saying you have to have all the fanciest styles but do you at least treat your hair as part of who you are your body everything and then we get to the way you look at yourself in the mirror do you look at yourself Again, with disgust and even without saying words, you're just throwing daggers and cutting yourself down. That's not going to help you. It's hurting you. It's hurting. What about the clothes you wear? This isn't about buying new clothes or anything like that. It's more about how do you feel in the clothes that you wear? Do they represent you? You know, if you want to wear bright clothes because that's your personality, do you do that? Can you do that? Or do you kind of hold yourself back and just go with what everyone else is wearing? The fabrics of the clothes, does it feel good on your skin? You know, or are you itching and uncomfortable and feeling restricted? Ugh, 
it's hard to feel very comfortable and present in your embodiment when you are subconsciously filtering so much discomfort just in the clothing that you're wearing. Then we get to how do you occupy space? So that's how you sit. Are you sitting in a way that, again, feels comfortable? Or are you sitting in a way that has you feeling tight, your muscles tight? Mm. Oh, even do you sit in a way that mimics a lower sense of self-esteem, that your, your posture, the way that you kind of curl in on yourself, your, your eyebrows furrowing, does it all emote a sense of displeasure, disgust, sadness, hopelessness? Is your body sending off and reinforcing signals of, I don't really want to be here or I'm not worth being here? Or I hate being here, you know? Imagine yourself sitting a little higher up, postured in a way that feels like I am here and that is good. Imagine yourself breathing fully and on purpose because you deserve the oxygen that fuels you continuing to exist. And what about your body awareness? Are you aware of any part of you that's tight right now? Like, I know right now my neck is pretty tight. So I'm going to roll that out. It's usually my neck. (laughs) What about your fingers? What about your abdomen? Are you clenching or holding yourself in without even noticing it? Can you adjust? To relax, to breathe. Hmm. So I touched on some of these, but all of these together create this sense of how you hold space in the earth, occupy the earth, occupy your body. And there's so many other parts. You know, remember the original question was, how do you just be sexy in your everyday life? Well, the first part is your body can you just get into a place where you are in harmony with it and I will say some of what I've said might sound like it applies to women a little bit more like for example making sure that you have a bra that actually fits you and is comfortable and is not the wrong size that can be a great deal to this or for women who have had mastectomies or some form of reconstruction, it's, well, that's a whole nother thing that I think therapy is really great for, but that takes a, a mindset shift of re-understanding what your body means and looks like to you. So yes, yeah, some of this is female specific, but even for men, I think men definitely have a lot of Men and women do, but men have different societal pressures on what it looks like to be in body. And if you don't look like whatever super ripped guy, even the people who do look like that, there's still this consistent thing of not enough, not enough, not enough. And so what is enough? Really, what can be enough for your specific body? What can be good enough in the best possible way 
for your specific body? And how can we stop tearing yourself down with words and thoughts? And bonus points, if you look at other people and subconsciously either tear them down or elevate them to godlike level, that is also perpetuating this cycle that's going to come back on you in a very negative way. So if you are constantly looking at people like they're better than me, they look better than me, they look great, da, 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 da. not from a celebratory stance for their life and their journey, but from envy and jealousy, that's being blunt. I don't know that we'd ever say that we're just jealous or envious, but if you think about it, if you're thinking that they're just so much better than me because they look like XYZ, that is just not the headspace that's going to help you be in your own body. It's not going to help you feel sexy in your everyday life. You feel content and confident. In the same way, if you're looking at other people and tearing them down in order to make yourself feel better, not great. Not great because you've created some laws of the universe that are based on judgment and not celebration. Judgment and not gratitude or appreciation and those laws hit everyone, them and you. So your body is part of it. I mentioned this somewhat already, but movement is another part of the equation. How do you move? Do you move on purpose? Do you move with awareness? Or are you on autopilot all the time? It is very hard for you to feel fully embodied or quote unquote sexy if you live in the entirety of your life on autopilot. And I think usually the only thing that jolts us out of autopilot is pain. You know, like we feel pain and so then we're very aware our back is hurting, our leg is hurting, we can't walk right, our head's hurt. And so we take medicine and then we go back to autopilot. But no. What if you were to find some way to incorporate movement into your everyday life so that you can increase your awareness of how you move and get back into the body that you have. That's an action step. If you're wanting to feel this, this sexy vibe in everyday life, I, I would recommend incorporating some form of movement. Whatever floats your boat. The, that's the important part too, that it's something you like and you enjoy. That can be, some people like running, some people. I'm not one of those people, but I get it. I do get it. <laughs> You're running. You feel the blood coursing through your veins. You feel alive. Mm, maybe you enjoy connecting to nature when you run and you're looking around you. Yeah. Maybe you want to do some form of stretching. Or joining a group fitness class water aerobics or something like that, Zumba. Hmm. Maybe you love to dance and you've forgotten that a long time ago or you didn't forget it. You know you love to dance, but you just keep putting it off because eh, life is busy. Who has time for that? Listen, like, we really can't just be only here to just check tasks off our task list and then die at some point. Ugh. That's so hard. 
would be so hard to have that be the entirety of your human experience. So yeah, go dance. You want to take a class? Take a class. You want to attend a social in your city for ballroom or salsa? I personally am a big salsa and bachata fan. Love it. Or if you say, oh, that costs too much money or that's too far of a drive, that's fine. Turn on some music in your home and dance. No excuses. Move. Let yourself connect back to just floating in music. Or maybe you're someone who your version of uh, movement is a little bit on the edgier side. You want to do hockey. You want to climb a mountain, ride a mountain bike, something like that. If that's you, I'd love that for you. Whatever it takes. Move. Be present in the body that you have. And you will start to notice, I think, that your posture's different. You walk different. You just... It's just different. And so now that we've done all the stuff that you can do on your own for yourself, now we bring in your significant other. Now is where we think of what does sexy in everyday life with a person mean? Because it has to start with you, right? So now that you're entering the space without, you know, the negative mindset, without the lack of awareness of yourself, without the avoidance of yourself, now that you're entering more present, more content, more appreciative, hmm. You can think of the ways that you two like to be in existence together. Maybe you can think of a really fun pretzely cuddling position <laughs> that just feels right, feels good. Or you've learned awareness with your body and so now you know awareness of their body, how their skin feels running your hands through their scalp and their hair. Holding their hand and becoming aware. Oh, you have a scar there. Interesting. You're just more aware. You feel the warmth of them close to you. You hear their heartbeat. And because you know how to do this with your own body, you're also able to rest fully into theirs appreciate theirs welcome theirs into yours and then you feel maybe a spike of anxiety because oh is that arousal yours or theirs doesn't matter sometimes that can feel anxious or exciting depending on how you think of it and you also because you know your body know what you would need to help you respond to that moment you aren't judging their arousal because you also don't judge yours. You are welcoming of all the ebbs and flows of what it can mean to be in the state of arousal or sexiness. So there's just this fluidity to what it can mean for you guys to be together in everyday life. Now, I do hear and understand. I do tend to speak a bit more abstract. So let me be very clear and direct with what this can look like. This can look like not rushing to get dressed after you take a shower and maybe walking around a bit in your towel. 
maybe inviting your significant other to watch you get dressed or join you in the shower or even help you apply some lotion and moisturizer to your skin. That can be a version of just being sexy in everyday life. It's that uh, naked and unashamed kind of energy. It can look like when you're in the privacy of your home wearing clothing that isn't uh, obscuring you. Now, don't hear me saying you have to wear lingerie around the house or just your boxers or whatever. That I don't think the attire itself matters so much as the energy behind what attire you choose. Because you could be in an oversized t-shirt and still be in that sexy energy. It just depends on if you're hiding yourself or if you're embracing just being no bottoms and <laughs> being free swimming in that shirt. It's a different energy. And you can feel that. You know the difference. You feel that. It can look like turning off the TV and just taking some time to give each other a massage, which I know sounds cliche, but have you done a massage before where you're both just fully present and enjoying? It's not about rushing to foreplay or whatever. It's just about, mm, I love the feel of your skin. Love being close to you. And to bring in the playful side, I do think that this embodiment can also be, I don't know, a water balloon flight, a water, <laughs> a water balloon fight in your backyard. Why not? Ah, if you live in an apartment that works too, you'll be fine. Maybe being playful can be an expression of being sexy in everyday life because you're getting out of your uptight do 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 energy and going into just this free spiritedness and you're not shutting down your partner you're just laughing and living you're being playful whatever that looks like to you so going back to the original question how do you be sexy in everyday life there's so much more i could say on this and maybe i will do another episode at some point but think beyond sexual intercourse think beyond even just the presence or lack of arousal because in a lot of ways arousal is psychological emotional and physical and you know it comes it goes it ebbs it flows so to be sexy in everyday life is to be present conscious aware do life on purpose, do movement on purpose, take care of your body, to think of what it's like to exist outside of fear or outside of anxiety or outside of worry, to not feed disgust and hopelessness, but to find glimmers of hope and pursue those all of these things combine as a whole to create an equation of goodness and consequentially a good sex life so give it a try one thing at a time because this is a lot bit by bit see what happens 
Well, that was fun. Listen, I really love talking about this stuff. Like every day I feel so grateful, even though there are some days that are a little bit emotionally heavier to do what I do. I really, really, really love it. I feel grateful that I get to talk to you about this stuff all day, every day and my clients. If you are a fan of the podcast and you just really want to show some love, yes, please do. Um, You can rate and leave a review for the podcast and you can also head to my website. The link is in the show notes to just give a gift. That would be very much appreciated. Not necessary, but appreciated. If you are someone that says, I would really like to work with you and try to get some of the stuff done on a more personal level, I would love to work with you too. I have therapy clients in the state of Georgia and then coaching clients internationally. So if that is you, again, head to myintimacytherapist.com or the show notes to schedule your consultation and let's talk about how we can create a plan for you specifically. So all in all in all, I hope that hearing this and working and integrating this stuff into your life helps you and your partner to feel more and more fully seen, fully known, and fully loved. We'll talk soon.